0: Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of The Cosmic Circle, the official podcast of The Cosmic Circus. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing all all things horror movies and Halloween, and I am so excited for this discussion. My name is Brian Kitson, head writer at The Cosmic Circus, and joining me today, we have John and we have Vic. How are we doing today, guys?
1: Doing well. How are you? Hello there. Hello there. Spooky, spooky, spooky October to you guys.
0: Happy spookies. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed but I try to drop the word spooky season into every article I've done during this season just because why not? We are in the house of spooky. Um so before we get started, obviously spoiler warnings everybody. We're going to be covering decades of horror movies. We're going to be talking about all different kinds of horror movies and television shows. Um just be prepared for some spoilers because there's going to be things that we're going to talk about that um We want to share with each other or our experiences or why these films are our favorites. But before we get started into our lists, I want to start with how did we get started in horror movies in general? What was our experiences into the genre of spooky? And John, I want to start with you. Take me back to the day that you saw your first horror movie or what was your horror experience? Um, Tell us, tell us what that was like for you.
2: Um, So, mine is a little uh, ridiculous. Um, We love ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, the first quote-unquote spooky movie, uh, you know, that I watched was, um, it's not even technically like straight-up horror movie, but it's like the first one I was afraid of. And it was Ernest... Scares, scared stupid.
0: Oh, I did not expect that at
2: all. Yeah. I don't know if anybody is aware of the uh, Ernest. They're not very good. They're not very good. But when you're a kid, you know they're they're amazing as a child. But um, there's a creature in there. I used to like hide behind the couch. Every time like it would appear, like and I remember that being the the first time being afraid of a movie. But the first genuine horror horror movie that I remember watching on Halloween was Poltergeist. Oh. And that the was classic. Yeah. So um, me and my family we got together one night and I don't know if y'all know but Poltergeist is rated PG. Is it really? It is rated PG.
1: How is the? It person.
2: has no business being rated PG at all. But it's rated PG. Look it up.
0: That looks. That sounds asinine because I've never seen that movie and I know that film is terrifying.
2: You can <laughs> check my facts right now if you want, but it, <laughs> but it is rated PG. So,
0: mm-hmm. um. <clears throat> it is indeed it is indeed holy yeah.
1: wow wait P- PG-14 or PG-16? no PG
2: rated PG
1: just PG oh my gosh yeah. yeah
2: so Spielberg <laughs> went to the MPAA and like uh contested the, the rating I think it got like rated R PG-13 at first and mm-hmm. because there's no violence, there's no cussing or anything like that, he was able to win a motor. But wow. the movie is genuinely terrifying. And I remember the first thing I was afraid of was that godforsaken clown. That doll, the doll sure. that was in the kid's room that it should have been burnt (laughs) at the very beginning of the movie. That he would fall asleep right beside and throw a shirt over every night. And eventually, halfway through the movie, that doll get off the chair and pooped. I hate that movie. I hate it now. I hate it always. And I love it for it. Anyway. (laughs) that was my first like genuine horror film so
0: i'm just still shocked on the fact that this is a pg movie but i guess it makes sense i
2: I know what were they on in
0: 1982 (laughs) it Uh, it was a different time it was a different time absolutely all right Vic, what is your experience into horror
1: so i'm not a very horary person okay uh, i don't like horrors that much i prefer the more um psychological sense of the horrors rather than the visual one sure. and i mean you know i like to feel kind of thrilled i like to get scary but i really don't like the horrors that you know that like that they have those mind tricks like uh, they are full of slashers full of blood full mm-hmm. of killing it's it's I don't like that kind of horror movies. And even since when I was a kid, I didn't like to, to be scared. Uh, I didn't like to get scared. I didn't like this feeling. And <laughs> that changed kind of uh, after I watched The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, because, you know, it was kind of superhero stuff and all that. And after this, um, there was a movie with Hugh Jackman called Van Helsing. And I really liked it because I heard a lot of good things about it when I was a kid. And when I kind of grew up, I was kind of nine or 10. And I heard that it's the unofficial uh, continuation of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Like, you know, there are characters that you know from, from this movie, but it's not them. You know what I mean? And yeah. I watched this, I watched Van Helsing and I was like, I don't like that. I mean, the <laughs> movie was good, but I don't like that. I don't like the the whole. I think it was kind of noir style, like you know the the latest Edgar Poe, Edgar Allen Poe's um adaptation with Christian Bale. It was on Netflix. Okay. Uh, it was this kind of style of movie, but you know we had Hugh Jackman who turned into a wolf, uh, a werewolf. So so, so it was. Kind of sick, and uh, till this day, I really am not a bigger fan of this movie. Like the whole story is okay, the relation relationship between characters is okay, but when it comes to terms of um, you know the CG characters, the the whole slashing thing, the whole slasher kind of vibe, uh, no. So yeah, so that was my first horror movie and. After that, it didn't get any better. <laughs> Every single time, oh. uh, I always prefer to, you know, to watch this Scooby Doo, or mm-hmm. as we could, or as we should say, this month a Spooky Doo. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I, so I appreciate that we have somebody
0: that isn't super into horror here, because yeah. I think that gives a very interesting perspective, and I think that the films you're going to bring up are going to look at horror in a different way. Um, my experience into horror uh, was is is, kind of similar. I was not big into horror. Actually, I didn't watch any horror at all. I did not like Halloween. I did not like trick-or-treating. I was one of those kids that was terrified of my own shadow. But when I was 13, I was like, okay, guys, you can't force me to go trick-or-treating anymore. I won't do it. And so my sister was like, hey, why don't we stay home and watch some horror movies? And I was like, cool, they can't be scary. Um, so she picked out two movies, one of them being The Others, and the uh the second one was Death Becomes Her, which is a horror comedy. If nobody's seen that, they should. It's hilarious, it's fantastic. And I remember being terrified of one, and I, even though the others is not scary, pretty much, um I was terrified of it. But with uh Death Becomes Her, it was hilarious, it was funny, I laughed my, my butt off, and I have been into horror ever since, though maybe sometimes a little reluctantly because um, it's scary and going to bed by yourself after is not fun because the killer is always in the shadows. Right. So.
2: <clears throat> well, I was going to say death becomes her is amazing. It's like, yes. a, it's, it's more, it's like a dark comedy. Yes. But it's got scary elements into it and mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. It's great. And the others, um no shame. It's <laughs> got there are some scary aspects to it.
0: So what I no what shame. I love about the others is that I didn't know until after I became a fan of Doctor Who and then I rewatched it is that <laughs> Christopher Eccleson is in the film. Wow <laughs> and I was very excited about that. Yeah. Well, right.
2: um, but also it—it's it, got like a very good story to it too.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: A really good story, great actors, Eccleston, as you as you said, Nicole Kidman, um, Nicole Kidman. Whoa, yeah. I mean, it's—it's it's good. They—they they don't make those kind of. You don't see a Nicole Kidman horror movie anymore.
0: So yeah. no. Yeah. And the t- the twist in that film, too, reminds me very much of the M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan twist of like you didn't quite expect it and then it
1: happened, and you're like, oh, can we not talk about him? <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> well,
2: you hate I, him? I, I, like, yes. I like his. First okay, two movies, I have but...
1: three words for you The Last Airbender.
0: Listen, we don't talk about that film. That film never existed.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: But there are some good films that he has done, and I will give him. People hated The Village. I thought The Village was actually really interesting the first time. Maybe didn't have the quite, quite the rewatch value that I would have wanted out of it. But I enjoyed it that first time, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with that.
2: I forgive him. I forgive him. I was, I walked out of Airbender very mad, too, but I forgive him. He, he's um. He's done some good things since that. I mean, there, he's done some weird mixed things mm. too. But yeah. have y'all seen Split? Just I you. love Split. Split. Vic, you might like Split.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really love The Unbreakable with Bruce Willis. It's an absolute mm-hmm. classic and I really like The Sixth Sense, but and science, so oh, yeah, I forget about science. Yeah. But beyond this it's interesting you mentioned science
0: because I remember when that came out, people hated that one too.
1: <laughs> I mean it's great. I've seen it only once, but man, yeah. If I if I remember correctly, Mel Gibson and Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've f- when you think about charlie Sheen, you think about him as this guy from two and a half men or mm-hmm. the son of this guy from the uh, of, of uh, martin sheen and it's like oh, okay. Yeah, okay. tomorrow's
2: yeah. scary movie three
1: yeah scary movie three exactly yeah, yeah. which was yeah which was exactly the, the, the parody of it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and um... it's funny Oh, yeah. Uh, question Do we count Scary Movie 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 as a horror movie? Cause... No, no. Yeah. Yeah. no. No. It's a parody yeah, exactly. at
0: best. No.
1: Yeah. But what's that's what, what what's I
0: interesting it's... about Scary Movie is that it's actually a parody of a movie, which is a parody of a of horror movie, movie because okay. Scream is actually a parody of horror movies. <clears> and <throat> and that's how it was made. I yeah. can
2: add to that. I can add to that. <laughs> you know what the original title of Scream was?
1: What Silent scary Killer movie? Oh, was no. it really
2: scary
0: movie? <laughs> I love. I that. mean, if
1: it was styled scary movie, I think it would have been better. But, yeah but yeah, when when I think about it, like nowadays we can call a lot of movies horror movies, but they not necessarily have elements of horror. Like sure. the whole the whole genre evolved throughout the years, and now for example the saw was a horror, was a real horror movie like i think 20 years back like i don't remember when the first part was released but now you can create a very drama dramatic thriller with all with no blood and all of that and you can call it a horror so mm-hmm. so, so it shows how much this genre evolved
2: well, that kinda brings me to another film that kind of influenced me, if I may.
0: Sure, absolutely.
2: Um, like I kinda like talked about it briefly, you know, before the podcast. But, you know, um when I was like I wanna say 11, like eleven, twelve, it was around the time that like screamed him out too. Um so I'm up late at night, like watching HBO or mm-hmm. um, cinemax or something and all of a sudden I'm like I'm a kid. And a movie comes on and it's like, oh, Julia Roberts is in this movie. And oh Cooper Sutherland is in this movie. And um oh and uh, uh is it Stephen Baldwin like back when he was like like a name? Okay. Like, there were, like, all these A-list, A-list actors. And this movie is haunting, and it's, like, spooky, and it's, like, wild. And, like, they're, like, killing themselves and bringing themselves back to life. And when they come back to life, all these weird things start happening to them. I'm talking about the movie... Flatliners. I don't know if anybody has seen this,
0: but I I, I haven't. But with Julia Roberts, Keith or Sutherland, Kevin Bacon's also, and I just looked it Kevin up. Bacon,
2: That's- yeah, Kevin Bacon, <laughs> and directed
1: by Joel Schumacher. Oh, Diego Luna, Luna dobras oh my god this cast oh no that's the new one. <laughs> oh, that's the new one okay so we're no, talking no, no, about no. the
2: 1990 do you not, not
1: watch the new one do you know yeah I, I just <laughs> saw that sutherland is, no, is in both of them and i'm like oh okay <laughs>
0: the
2: old one and it's got like you know i don't know if it's aged too well mm-hmm. like when i was younger I, I got addicted to it it was like like it was scary, but it was like thought provoking and it like, okay. it was like it was like the first time I was aware that like horror could be like smart and they could have a great cast too, you know. Mm-hmm. so but yeah, that's one of them uh, one of the first horror movies I accidentally came across when I was a kid as well.
0: I love that. Yeah. It's not, I'm making a list as we go of movies I need to watch. And
1: <laughs> don't grace, do it. Flatline. Don't do it. I have uh, a list of uh, uh, something about three hundred movies that I still didn't watch. So listen,
0: one day you're going to get to them.
1: Um yeah. Fun fact: uh, <laughs> On Wednesday, I started watching Mission Impossible that reckoning and i finished it today so that says something yeah yeah one you sometimes you got to break those movies up um but like let's then jump
0: into our recommendations or our all-time horror films um we might not be able to cover all of them unfortunately so we are going to put them in the the pop the post uh for listeners to look at um, but Vick, I want to start with you. Give me your first recommendation of
1: your horror or Halloween film. Okay, so I'm going to start with a very basic title that everybody heard mm-hmm. of. And it has a very basic title that is called Halloween. <laughs> you didn't expect that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the Halloween from 1978, uh, directed by John Carpenter, but... Here's a twist. You can also watch the new one from like it was 2014 or 2017. I don't remember correctly, but I'm talking the Rob Zombie this. one. No, no, no. I'm talking the one with uh Jamie Lee Curtis, but the one that happened you know 40 years after. I think it was, okay, it could, it could have been 2018. Yeah, 2018 because it was the 40th anniversary of Halloween, but but it doesn't matter because those two movies I really like to you know they are my favorite halloween halloween movie from john carpenter uh and also he was working on both of them but someone else directed them uh the new one uh, but the classic one oh my god when i first watched it you know you hear this song composed like do-do, 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 do-do. And it's like, oh my god, it's it's getting it's starting really scary, and I have chills. And when uh, Michael Myers appears, oh my god! Don't uh, confuse don't confuse him with Mike Myers, Aston <laughs> uh, Powers. Yeah, but I mean, they're both terrifying.
0: In yeah, in respect. their own way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, um... but. Yeah, but Halloween, uh, wow, it's such a really good movie. I mean, even when you know how it ends, you can rewatch mm-hmm. it, rewatch it, rewatch it again and over again. And uh, Jamie Lee is oh my God, she was so young back then, but she's, even after 40 years, she still got it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really don't want to spoil that much because I know some people know those classics but still didn't watch them, so they didn't get a chance to watch them and they maybe even may they maybe know what happened they may know what happened, mm-hmm. but you know was to watch them but the tempo you know with the music the mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it you know the when if you when you keep uh, you know when you keep the viewer in the constant you know uh i forget the word you know the, i think the about, was, yeah mm-hmm.
0: the thing well. about one of those films too is like it's the quintessential final girl film you know like oh. when people think of the final girl like it i don't even want to say it's the first one but like in my head that is like the the one that just comes to mind of like jamie Lee curtis was the final girl and she took on this mm-hmm. Serial killer, for lack of a better terms. And she continues to do it 40 years later. So, like... It, arguably,
2: it made Slasher a mainstream product. Like, it was like... You know, there was, like, a Psycho before that one. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Slasher's, in general, were not, like, mainstream until Halloween. Because then, like, there was, like... Friday the thirteenth, and then there was, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. No, and yeah, I don't so. think, I don't think either one of those movies would have happened if it weren't for Halloween.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, when it comes to slashers, I mean, Halloween is one of those slashers that is calmer than the others, if I may say so. Yeah, but and it's actually very much so. Yeah, and it's it's why I love it because it's kind of on the you know on the verge of being uh, a slasher or a typical horror movie. Right, I really like it. Yeah, that's why I like it. Yeah, I I really don't want to you know to overhype it because I know people. You know,
0: I will say this about Halloween is that what. I have watched some of them. I have not watched most of them. Um, but my entry into uh, Michael Myers was the Rob Zombie ones. And so, like, those were the first ones I watched. And I was like, oh, these are really – they're great, but they're also kind of weird. And so, it wasn't until the new one was coming out, well, the the first of the trilogy of the new ones, I went back and watched the original. And I was like, oh, it wasn't scary, but it was—I it wasn't scary in the sense of, like, things are jumping out at you and stuff but like it's intense and it's got that psychological thriller feel of it so i understand why maybe you picked that one um but it, it's excellent and am i gonna watch halloween 20 like what is it h2o which is considered pretty bad no but like i'm glad no, i didn't watch yeah, no, those, uh, those movies do exist
2: i'm a defender i like h2o i like it I'm the <laughs> defender. i don't care
0: Okay, and... we'll let you have it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I know why people may love Halloween 4, but I mean I still didn't watch Halloween 2, Halloween 3, Halloween 4 cuz I really didn't want to, you know, to destroy my version of Michael Myers of this whole story cuz mm-hmm. to me and to John Carpenter had uh, David Gordon Green, everything that happened between Halloween 1978 and 2018 isn't canon, so I really wanted to keep those bad movies out of my mind, but one day I have to watch Halloween four just because it's a debut movie of Polar Rod, so Okay. Well yeah. well I
0: wanna hear your opinion when you watch it.
1: <laughs> All right, John, give us your Let's first
0: <laughs> John, give us your first one. My first uh, recommendation
2: and it's like it's not like it's not old or anything like that. This one's more recent. So the pandemic happened and everybody was I everyone was an island for like a year and a half, mm-hmm. two years. And in that time frame a movie came out, like a low key movie. I debuted on Shutter called Host. And okay. kinda like um what we're doing right now. We are on, you know. I mean, I'm not trying to like, mm. you know, say what's happening behind the scenes right here. But we are on a Zoom, we're on a Zoom call, and in the movie, what happens? It's it's kind of like par- like take the concept of paranormal activity, okay, but apply it into a Zoom call. There's four people that are, like, really good friends, and they're in the middle of the pandemic. They're by themselves. They can't really interact. It's, like, it's spooky season, kind of like it is right now. And they think, why don't we do something fun? And they decide to do a seance over oh, wow. a Zoom call. And they they all get together and bring in a medium to do a seance, and one of the people in the Zoom call does not respect the the process.
0: Okay, and in, respect doing, in
2: doing yeah. so, they invite the wrong thing in.
0: Oh. <laughs>
2: And guys, this movie is awesome. It's it's, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's one it's one hour. Okay, it's, it's one hour long, not very long. It's scary. Um, when it starts, it does not stop. It just is a complete roller coaster all the way to the credits
0: that's intense i love that yeah
2: it's really intense and what makes it what makes it intense is the first 15 minutes because you actually feel like if you just like stumbled across the video you know you would think you're like watching somebody else's zoom call okay but you're, all, you're all like oh what is this what is this video of these very five nice people that are talking they they feel real they feel legit they feel nice like it and then it just all goes and then it all goes nuts and it's so good and as an added bonus, I'm not sure if it's on all streaming platforms, but at the end of the credits on, on, the, on the movie, they show how before they ever did the movie, they actually did a seance as a crew over a Zoom call and showed what happened, even with them. And it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun stuff.
0: Uh, that sounds like they're trying to reenact the actual film here and bring something yeah. in.
2: Ooh. Well uh. well they did it. They did it before the sure. movie like went into the thing. Like well, before they went into production. It's Got you. It's pretty fun. Uh I think it's uh it's one of my favorites right now. Okay. So
0: I'm yeah. excited for that. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, what is the movie I just saw in theaters? Let the Right One In, or um... Um, Might be called... Let the Right One... No. But it's the one with the, uh... Oh, Talk To Me! Talk To Me! With The Hand? I
2: mean, kinda. Um... It's, like, I mean, it kinda does that. I mean, Talk To Me is a little more, um... You know, I I guess, I mean, I I guess there's some similarities. I would say this one has more like a paranormal paranormal activity aesthetics because like you don't see the threat very much.
0: Okay. Okay. And it
2: also plays with like uh, the tech, the technology. Mm
0: -hmm. Like
2: I don't want to give anything away, but I'll just give this one thing away. Okay. If, for example, okay, so you know how you can, like, on say, like, I don't know, like, a, on your phone, how you could, like, put effects over your face. So, like, you could pretend to be a dog or <laughs> like turning you into a vampire, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So at one point in the movie, the girl's, like, walking into her living room. And something is wearing the face digitally. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I,
1: I know. I'm not watching this. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna, uh, there you no. go.
2: There you go. Uh, it's in I'm the probably... middle of the room, just sitting still like this,
1: and then it looks <clears throat> Yeah,
0: I, <laughs> I think I'm gonna watch this tonight. And when I'm terrified, I will be texting you.
2: <laughs> <I just> hope... <laughs> uh, okay. So. Yeah.
1: We got we got Mess- you know, message every every single minute, yeah. John. What did you do? What did you do? Why? Why are you um, hating? Yeah. Me? <laughs> well,
2: the good news is it, it rips it off like a band and it's only one hour. Right. It, it hits and then it's over. So Okay. You, we can only we go can do like that. 30 yeah. minutes of terror and then it's done. So um
0: that's oh I can I can accept that.
2: Yeah.
0: Um okay, so yeah. for my first one, I chose a It's actually was a miniseries on television back in the early 2000s. Um, It's Rose Red by Stephen King. And it is one of my favorites. It is for those who are familiar with the house. It is very reminiscent of the Winchester house where, which has had people have disappeared and, you know, things have happened. And this is a haunted house that is coming to life after a group of psychics go in here to, um, to communicate with the dead and to, Uh, discover spirits and stuff. And it's four and a half hours without commercials. It's six hours with commercials. Um, I only know that because I have it on DVD and I watch it quite frequently. Um, And I will say this, I watched this pretty much right after the others because it has Kimberly J Brown from Halloween town in it. And I was like, I love her. I love Halloween town. I was a Disney kid growing up. So I watched this and it is not the same as a Halloween town movie because they are quite scary. Um, but if you love haunted houses and you love spirits and you love cheap uh, television horror, this is an excellent one. It's probably one of the best and it has a book that goes with it. Um, that is not, it's not an adapted from a book. The book is a, an adaption of one of the stories and histories from the house. Um
1: Okay, so so it's kind of more of an inspiration rather than one-to-one adaptation.
0: Yeah, so Stephen King wrote the movie um, and he, you know, they filmed the movie and then there's a character called Ellen Brimbrower who was the owner of the house back when it was built in, I think, the 1800s. Um, And they allude to her story a little bit and he was like, oh, this is a great story. So he actually wrote it as one of the characters who found her diary like it's one of the characters in the movie found her Diary, and then like published it, um, and then the, he turned around and made a movie off of that book to tell the story of Ellen Brimbrower, her life at Rose Ride. Um, so it's a little meta, but it's really cool. It's one of it's one of my favorites.
1: Had, do you guys like like haunted houses? No, I still have PTSD after the Monster House, you know, the animated movie. Okay, I've, n-
2: I've never heard of this. It sounds interesting. I love like the idea of a haunted house. I don't love the idea of going into a haunted house.
0: That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um this one has some it had some stars in it that were like big for TV stars. Oh, what is the girl from Yellow Jacket? She was also in um Last of Us, Mel- Melanie um, I, know,
2: I know you're talking about are you talking about um Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What is I know her- you're talking about she's great. I know you're talking about the
0: yes um i can't think of uh melanie linsky i think is her name yeah Yeah. it's uh,
2: melanie linsky uh, she's 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 the
1: neighbor from the two and a half man
0: Yeah, this movie had emily deschanel from bones she played a psychic um it has matt ross who i don't know if anybody's seen silicon valley but he plays yes an asshole in that show yes Um, (laughs) And he was an American Psycho, too. Um, So there's some really good set pieces. And this is from, this is like that early, it was actually from 2002, that early 2000s television horror. Oh, man.
2: The the good old days. You don't
0: make them (laughs) like that anymore.
2: Yeah. (laughs) uh, Uh, It's kind of like it, like the IT TV. mm -hmm. Yeah, station where it's just like, ah, man. They don't make they don't make six hour, six to eight hour like
0: horror TV shows anymore. Yeah, like and I wish they would. I wish that we could go back to that a little bit. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, technically, we kind of get it a little bit through Netflix. For example, kind of like sure. um, like uh, what is it how um,
0: um, follow the House of Usher.
2: Oh, the House of Usher is a great example. Which if y'all ever watch that, oh my gosh.
0: So good. i so gotta good. watch that i'm so excited for that yeah. one
2: yeah so that we kind of get it it's not the same sure but it's got the same creep aesthetic as like you know like the mm-hmm. made for tv aesthetic that gave it a charm sure But, but yeah, like yeah doing, we gotta get
1: yeah. it yeah do a mini series like yes that's it
0: and I think that Mike Flanagan, like, I think Mike Flanagan is one of those people that I know he's not with Netflix anymore, I think he's going over to Amazon. But he, I hear, does this really well. I have not watched The Haunting of Hill House and I have not watched Midnight Mass, but I hear that all of these are just really good mini series horror stories. Okay, well, right.
2: as, we're, as we're talking about that, I want to say if y'all don't watch Midnight Mass, you're not doing yourself any good, good, good in your life. It okay. is, the essential, possibly, not even in horror, just even outside of horror. It's one of the most brilliant things ever put on TV. It is really, really? smart. Yeah. Very smart television. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, we're going to have a series soon from Andy Muschietti. Uh, the Pennywise. Yes, Pennywise. Uh, oh, and, uh, that's right. What is it called? Something dreary.
0: But uh, yes, that's going to be yeah, excellent. Something happened
1: in, in this city. Yeah. But yep. <laughs> but yeah. All right, Vic, give us your second recommendation. Okay, I'm going to go with another basic title because I would spit in my own face if I didn't mention it. And I know you love it too. So maybe let's say it uh, together. Supernatural. <laughs> yes. That's, that's a classic one. Yeah still it's my favorite especially the first i think first three first seasons like right before castle showed up yeah so it's a like a straight horror uh well i I can't even comprehend what i'm about to say (laughs) that's how i love supernatural yeah but uh when i started watching it it was really scary because you know you have those ghosts you have Real people like real life situations mm-hmm. happening, not 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 you know, not ghouls, not the genes, not demons. Life was simpler back then. you know, like their worst enemy were demons. That's it. And what happened in season fifteen? We all know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but the first seasons of supernatural and some single episodes were really scary. and to this day, i remember this episode about the dolls like Mm -hmm. you know those creepy dolls or or when there was a manhunt and they were thinking that's a demon controlling someone or sure some someone else and in the end it was just a man just an evil man and it's really scary and when i'm watching series like this like I know Supernatural is not down down to every seri- series, but when when I watch Halloween or you know some other uh, project that's um, that doesn't have any sci-fi elements or something, it feels for me it's scarier for me uh, mm. than the than the other one because you know, there's a thought in the back of my head when it's like it's scary not because it's scary. But because it can happen in real life, and that's what really scares me. And supernatural, in many cases, was it was this. But right after we go into season six, seven, and all that, it's not that scary. It's more of a you just get used to it. But yeah, but the first seasons of Supernatural and the whole series is is full of horror stuff, and and I love it.
0: You know, I think that you have a very good point with this one. I think it's one of the first mainstream week to week horror shows that we got. I think that it really kind of paved the way for things like American Horror Story, um, where we started to have more shows. I will say it was scarier in the beginning and it, around season five when, you know, because originally Supernatural was was written as a five season arc and when it got to the end of season five they're like we can continue on and they didn't know what they were doing and they leaned more into like that the comedy horror aspect um and it kind of got a little more funny um but i'll also be honest supernatural and i have a very complicated history where i (laughs) i binged the first eight and a half seasons in like the matter of a semester of college and i caught up bro, and I got, bro i got burnt out and i've never gone back i got burnt out and i was out. like i can't do this
1: <laughs> i watched the whole 15 seasons in like three months
0: <laughs> dedication i <laughs> uh, yeah, i'll give you that
1: dedication yeah that's true but um, you know when we're t- uh, because we're talking about it i think that's it's the series that i'll if i'll get back to single episodes or single moments rather than the whole series or if I'm watching it, if I'm about to watch it with someone, then I'm gonna watch it all over again. But I don't think there's there's a hope for me yet to you know to watch it all over again. Hello, you know, the whole fifteen seasons. It's it's really. Hmm. I don't. I don't think I would manage it.
0: I'll go back and finish it eventually. But it's definitely one of those ones that it works really well for, like the horror genre but it was it was quintessential (laughs) again wbcw horror like if it it has the same kind of feels but a little scarier than supernatural uh, not supernatural smallville
1: you know yeah it was it was a time period yeah yeah they they were going simultaneously Mm -hmm. okay john
2: well i was gonna say uh i've never seen supernatural so don't be mad at me guys watch it
1: (laughs) It. It's worth yeah. it. It's,
0: really it's worth too it. much of an undertaking. If you did not start before season ten, it's it's yeah. gonna oh, occupy that's too much of your time. Kind
2: of why I never did like it, <laughs> like it just like kind of was a blind spot for me at the time. But
0: mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Okay. All right, Thank John, you. My turn. Give, give you number. Give us number two. Yeah,
2: I would. Uh, um, for time's sake, I want to go to the next one sure for sure just in case but uh yeah i mean um i had scream one year you know i love scream it influenced me i don't think i have to say a lot about that that (laughs) a lot of people don't already know but just so it's out there that movie changed like that was the reason why i got like it was my Linkin Park to get into rock as yeah. Scream was to get me into horror. So,
0: okay. Okay. Um,
2: so, anyway, but moving on from that, um, my third one is a movie called Lake Mongo. And this, <clears throat> I discovered this movie in college. Okay. So, this was like back when Netflix first started. And they had all kinds of titles that were Mm -hmm. being licensed, and you were getting on it, discovering movies that you never watched. Okay. Lake Mongo is such an underrated. Overlooked like masterpiece of a movie, it is. It is a fake documentary. Oh, about a girl that just, you know, vanished. And throughout the film, there's paranormal aspects. There's atmosphere. There's inter. There's interviews. And everybody is a, is a, is at a level ten on performing this documentary. Everybody okay. feels real. Everybody feels legit. You you actually feel like you're watching a Netflix documentary.
0: Okay. Like you, so, kind of like in the air of like the Blair Witch Project, almost. It's kind of
2: like that, but it's um, it's but it's done in a documentary format okay and for whatever reason the atmosphere the it's scary it's actually kind of scary and it and it ends on a note i'm not gonna give it away but it ends on a note where you're just it stays in your mind okay like it's kind of like a. Remember that moment when you watched, and like, I don't want to give it away, but <laughs> uh, Inception. Did y'all watch Inception? Yes, I have you, not.
1: the best Christopher Nolan movie.
2: Excuse me? <laughs> Brian, yeah. you said you didn't watch
0: Inception? Oh, you know what? I bet I saw that in theaters. I'm, I'm, That's the one with the spinning top, right?
2: Yeah, I'm about to say, you're going right to jail. If, uh, okay, i have
0: seen it i've seen it people I mean, please all right,
2: don't all right, all, right. all right just make sure just make sure
0: i have not seen it in years though it was like when it first came out in theaters i saw it
2: okay so the the end of it where like it leaves you with a thought that just mm-hmm. keeps spinning in your mind Sure. Yes. same thing only it's more disturbing um I can't recommend this movie enough if you're looking for something different. Like Mongo is there's nothing like it. And Okay. Yeah. Um there's a and there's not like a lot of jump scares. There's no violence. It's just pure atmosphere to like Okay, for so,
1: so, so it's like that. a poor I don't want to disrespect the poltergeist but it's like a poor version of poltergeist
2: well no poltergeist i would actually say is like i mean you actually jump you actually like there's like there are terrifying things like that are like
1: oh okay Okay.
2: i mean like there's no like there's no doll clowns that are moving it's just um okay it's hard to explain without giving too much away, but... Yeah, like, I mean, from uh, what
1: you're saying, it sounds to me, it's like, the, I don't know if you've watched this movie, but it's called It Follows, so it's, it's something well, similar. For,
2: for, example, for example, while they're researching all this stuff that's going on with this family, they're documenting footage, you know, in their home, and throughout the, throughout the footage, you'll see, like... In the background just like things that you may see or you're not sure you saw mm-hmm. or maybe the girl was in the room or like maybe the it's it like it, it's very clever the way it does sure. where it respects the ingredients of this supernatural thing that's going on with the family okay and you and you grow to care about them. It's guys, just watch it. Yeah, I could go on for like I could go on for like twenty minutes about this. So I'm telling you, there's nothing like like manga,
0: Okay, I will. Um, again, it's getting added to the list. Both of all the films that you guys are suggesting are going to be the next week of my viewing. So, okay. um, I think I'm going to jump down my list too because my second one is Skeleton Key. It's one of my favorites. But it's. I think that for the sake of time, we can skip that one. Um, just watch it if you haven't. Psychological thriller has to do with uh, a little bit of voodoo and stuff. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, uh, it's 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 Kate Hudson. It's it's a horror movie with Kate Hudson. She does a great job. I remember it from my childhood. I bought it from Blockbuster when it was going on a sale because I when it's I just love that film. Um, But I'm going to skip down to Child's Play slash Chucky, depending on what you call that franchise.
1: Chucky. Always this... Chucky.
0: I did not see this franchise until a year ago. I was in Vegas for my best friend's bachelor weekend, and we were having some downtime, and uh, Sci-Fi was playing a marathon. And he was just like, I'm going to put this on. And I was like, okay, whatever and i was laughing so hard at like how hilarious this franchise was i was like okay i got to watch this and i went back sorry it's been 2 years not 1 year um and i went home and i found them all to record on dv on my dvr and i watched them all through i've watched the tv show it is one of my favorites this is like a really good blend of that horror and comedy um that you don't see necessarily done well in a lot of films, um, or that uh, it stops taking itself so seriously. The first one is so serious. It tries to be serious and you can't help but laugh because it's, it's, it's a little doll running around murdering people. That's hilarious Um record disclaimer. We do not think murdering people is hilarious, but the concept is funny. And, after the first one, it no longer takes itself serious, and it just is there to have fun. And if you haven't watched the TV show, it is one of the best TV shows out there right now. It's in its third season, and it just keeps getting better. Um, I highly recommend The *Child's Play*. Have you Have you seen it?
2: Yes, I've seen all the movies. I've seen well, no, not all. I've been seen like *Curse of Chucky*, mm-hmm. *Seed of Chucky*, but I've seen like everything up to brought up Chucky. Sure, which I think brought up Chucky is like amazing. It it's means, great. It's great. It's so funny. Um, and I've seen season one of the TV show, and I loved it. I am not staying with it. I need to get back on it because <laughs> I enjoy it. It's so. Ridiculous, and it's unapologetic about
0: it. It does not hold any punches, and it's it just keeps getting more and more ridiculous. Like th- this reason, spoiler not saying much too much of it, but Chucky decides that he's gonna go and take the White House and become president of the United States. Oh my that god, that is no <laughs> hilarious! That is hilarious. It sounds like <laughs> Stewie Griffin, <laughs> yes, it's exactly what it's like. It's like Stewie Griffin if he was a, a murderous doll 100%. It,
2: it's the horror version a family got pretty much so,
0: yeah. absolutely <laughs> um oh, i guess I have and to i love it. i love that the tv show really embraces um some young actors because i looked it up and some of them are now are 16 they were like actually 14 filming this and so it's not like it's a 30 year old trying to play a teenager and so i think that's a really interesting Whoa. aspect um and they're really good the 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 three main characters are fantastic actors. Um, I cannot applaud that show enough.
2: Well, season one actually had like a very like tender love story, like in there too, mm-hmm. that was really good and a representative one too. So. Yes,
0: yes, yeah. which I was not expecting to go going into that.
2: N- um, neither was I, but it was good. It was very And then good.
0: season season two definitely leans more into the mythology and it brings back almost all the characters from the past films and really ties up a lot of the stories that were left. Um, I don't know. I recommend that one. Oh, and what I
2: and what find amusing his daughter, his daughter, yes, play, plays him when he's younger. Yep. Yep. Like I, I'm just like, man, it's so, it's so cool. Uh, A Braddorf, dwarf's daughter. Yeah, and him.
0: the fact is, is that this series also is. i'm I'm pretty sure he's still attached to it but like the original creator and writers and stuff they're all still there and they're all still developing the show wow
1: okay yeah Yeah. i really have to watch it because i've only seen the first one and the one with mark hamill so oh we don't talk about that one (laughs) (laughs) what no
0: well which one how why is it wow the the reboot that we had mark hamill as chucky
2: yeah it's not It was not authorized by the original creator, so it's pretty. It's not a. It doesn't have a good name among the fan base. Yeah. It's
1: it's, just okay for me. I had
2: fun with it. I had fun with it, but it was still. It was like. No, yeah, they-
0: it, it's not widely accepted by people. And if you talk about it with fans, not me, because again, I watched it much later in life, <laughs> but there's some people they're like, You it's it's the last airbender to them. You don't talk yeah. about
1: it. Oh, <laughs> that bad. Okay. The worst yeah. movie they ever seen. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Vic, give us, give us. I mean, if you want to jump around, if you want to talk about one real quick and go to another one, but give yeah, us another recommendation. Yeah, because I
1: think that that we don't have that much time. That yeah, I we're, run, talk, we're running, we're running a little bit over. <laughs> yeah, because I'll just do an honorable mentions. If I sure, sure. Call them so. So there's an Invisible Man from 2020, one oh, of my one. favorite, one of my favorite horror movies. It definitely, it definitely stands better than Midsummer for me. Mm-hmm. And Midsummer was also good, but Wait, did you a, say
2: did you say the new Invisible Woman or the old one
0: or what? The one? new
1: one, the one from twenty twenty. It is so good, it's so good. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. I have not yeah. seen it yet, but I hear it's great.
0: It's incredible.
1: Yeah. It's amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, or as Chris Aqueston would say, fantastic. It's, it's Why do really you like fantastic. that one so much?
0: Like, what is it about that film?
1: It's a, it's more of a psychological drama, psychological thriller rather than you know, the you know, the funny guy who just disappeared and it's it's more from the perspective of victim rather than the, the invisible man himself. Okay. Yeah, yeah so that that really works out. There's a full of drama, there's a full of psychotic episodes, and that works really well. Uh, The one that I'm going to skip is also a classic Dracula Dracula from Francis Ford Coppola. You know, with Gary Gary Oldman, Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Uh, I really love it. Uh, I mean, I love Bela Lugosi. I love Leslie Nielsen, (laughs) Dracula. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, but Gary Oldman is the one that I started my Dracula adventure with. And then there was this uh, accident called Dracula uh, Untold. If I remember correctly, with Bukedos. the newer one, yeah, it had its moments, but yeah, but it wasn't worthy of a Dracula title for me. Uh, sure. And uh, the last honorable mention is a cure for wellness from Gore Verbinski, the movie that you can't watch alone, especially at night, because it's so freaking weird like it's full on weirdness Uh, and if you remember the so if you remember how weird those traps were you can um you can take it to a cure for wellness but you know but um change the traps for the story like they are so so weird so it's so weird so complicated that uh, i really can't think about this movie and uh one spoiler uh that I will give you about this movie Eels. Watch out for the Eels. <laughs> uh, okay, but you're muted, Brian. I said I don't know anything about this film. I've I've heard of
0: it, I think, but like in a distant memory. Um but um I pulled up the page and it looks interesting. Uh
2: yeah. Cure for Wellness? Cure, for wellness.
0: cure for wellness. Yeah,
2: yeah. With yeah. the
1: hand.
0: It's
2: very good,
0: it's
1: very good. Yeah. I mean, it has a great cast than the, the Hanamiago yeah, of Jason Isaacs. You, you just want to watch it, but you know, be careful. And <laughs> my last title, because uh, we don't have that, time, that much time, is a small movie that has had a budget a little less under a million dollars. And it's called The Ritual from 2017 and it's a really brutal fantasy horror like it starts with a really down-to-earth story uh where there's a group of friends one of them is killed in a robbery and they all go to i think it's sweden it's somewhere in the you know the nordic the nordic part uh and they're travel together you know to just forget about it and to honor their friend and they go into the forest uh and i think you may know where this goes so yeah there there's a big monster uh it's called in polish it's called it's a very known beast from the witcher 3 but in in this movie i don't think it it was called like that but let me search it up quickly. Uh,
0: this cause... movie looks. I feel like this is one of those movies that like, the whole vibes are just terrifying, you know? Like it just feels yeah. off putting.
1: Yeah. Anything I mean, with the forest. <laughs> yeah, a forest. Yeah, they enter into the forest and it's got really a full on gore. Like, okay. Uh, oh in polish it's called bs but i don't know if it's called like this in english uh, or behemoth. Oh, it says it's behemoth so yeah but right. it's a really uh, big like a deer deer monster but it's like a combination of beer, bear bear uh, deer and all that it, it doesn't matter when when you see it you'll know what i mean but yeah it's really it's also a psychological movie because there's a one person uh, who was with this friend in, in the shop when he was robbed, and he feels really guilty. He feels that it's his own uh, kind of redemption going to this trip with his friends to, you mm-hmm. know, to kind of, I don't know, redeem himself. But when you watch it, it feels like it kind of it talks about uh, very very important things about life about your friends about family but you really have to focus on it um not on the horror part of the movie but more of the dialogues about it, on the characters because um, it's all about the way they they go through and wow well, i i really don't want to spoil it but okay. uh, but yeah cuz it's the, the whole plot twist of this movie or the ending is really important to the whole to the whole part of it but yeah but also I forget about it because there's a Polish movie who who is av- available on uh, American Netflix it's a full on slash slasher and <laughs> I mean I don't like it because it has some Polish uh, people who I don't like and um it's called Nobody sleeps in the woods tonight. I had I had to translate, but it's so freaking weird. I don't know. Okay. It, it had a really low budget, but if you want to watch a horror who's that has a lot of slasher moments, that has you know a lot of blood, a lot of weird things. Basically, it's a movie about venom and carnage, but if uh, they were born in Poland. <laughs> you'll okay, see, you'll see what was what, you'll see what I mean if you watch it, but but it's so funny. Okay. Uh, That's a great list, yeah. John, the the ritual is is really it's a horror worth of watching, but only if you're not afraid of of blood. Okay, John,
0: you want to take us through some of the the other highlights of your list? Yeah, um, I want
2: to, if I can respond to the ritual. Sure, for sure. Uh, The guy who directed the ritual. I mean, that's a good movie too. He also directed one of my favorite movies of the last three years, called *The Night House*. If you right. guys, um, I'm I'll touch on it briefly. *The Night House* and it has a very, an extremely tremendous actress, uh, Rebecca Rebecca Hall. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Hall. It is so good. It's got strong themes about like depression and like um dealing with grief and things like that David Bruckner is a director I would definitely check that out if you have not seen that as well um okay but uh to finish out my list I'm going to group my last two together in like one package um and the first one is Audition. Have y'all heard of Audition? I have not. you guys, let me tell you about Audition. Please let me do. Tell you. So, Audition is another one of those movies that I discovered back when Netflix first like, sprung up. Um, through the recommendation Grapevine. It is... So, it's... it's uh, the guy who directed it, I can't, I'm not going to even try to pronounce his name. He's a really famous director in Japan. Um, but the, the first hour and 15 minutes of this movie is like a, like a romantic drama. Okay. And, and for, a long time, for a long time, you're thinking, did I play the right movie? <laughs> is like, like am i watching the right film and then what? the last 45 minutes is a complete mind melt of an experience okay and it goes into full-blown psych- psychotic body horror craziness and, I'm reading the
1: description now, and it's, uh, it's so f up, F'd up, <laughs> like
2: it is very messed wow. up. But it's good in a way that I can't describe it. It um, it, it like it, it it makes you like it makes you feel cozy and safe for so long. That when it pulls the rug out from under you, you're just like, oh my gosh, like, what did I just what, what did I walk into? Um, but if you haven't seen that film, audition is great. Um, it will make you not want to date for, <laughs> like, for at least a year after watching it. That's fair, and yeah. um, I love it. Yeah, audition is great for my last uh recommendation and i think this is one that brian loves as well i do guys i have a deep infatuation for trick or treat it's so good it's so good guys okay so i rewatched this film like last night and as the kids would say in these days, this movie flops, <laughs> and it flops so good, so hard, and so hard it flops so hard. So, <clears throat> Trick or Treat is an anthology film that tells four, or five different stories, um, and it's written and directed but the guy who I think wrote X Men and X Men Two,
1: um, yeah, Michael Dougherty.
2: Dougherty. Yeah. and he brings some of those uh, familiar faces into the film. Like he's got Anna Paquin, yep. and it's possibly one of the best roles she's ever played. That sure, that nobody talks about. Um, Brian Cox. Before he cogs it up in succession, playing this like (laughs) old, angry cogs inspired character, (laughs) yes, and gets tortured by this like weird entity thing in the most cartoonish, wildly coyote way. Um.
0: That part's very reminiscent of Chucky.
2: Yeah, it's very Chucky. Like it's very Chucky inspired. Um, it's got the guy who plays Doctor. Is it is Connors the the lizard guy?
0: Yes, Dylan Baker. Yeah, yeah Dylan he, Baker. Yeah.
2: So yeah. Doctor Connors in it, in it as like the most creepy character that he like like a ball, and very disturbing and troubling what he does in the film. It's played very funny. I would argue, I would make an argument that this is a four-quarter film. That anybody can like it, like Mm -hmm. your girlfriend, your, your mom. It's not overly violent. There's not a lot of Cussing, like it's just a silly, scary, good time. Oh, yeah, and and it's just guys, trick or treat is amazing, it's so good. I don't know why more people don't talk about it. It's so good.
0: The thing I love about trick or treat is that it was, I remember the first time I watched it, my friend who worked at a video store got to, like, take movies home for free to, like, watch and then, like, you know, obviously bring back. And she was like, listen, I got this horror film that, like, this one customer is raving about. It's been on our shelf. We got to watch it. And we watched it, and I was like, oh, my God. No, this is not. This is so much better than, like, why is this just on the bargain shelf for a dollar? It's great.
2: Well, because it went, it, it went into production. It went into production, and I had, like, it got shopped for, like, mm-hmm forever I don't remember how long it was shelved, but it was for a good while. Okay. And they didn't put it out in theaters and instead of sticking it in theaters like they should have, like normal people should have, they just sent it direct to video and nobody heard about it. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad. It's so sad. And it's great. It's a there should, there is no reason why this movie should not be considered a classic. Because it, I'm telling you, if anybody is listening to this podcast, please go watch Trick or Treat. It needs more love. It really
0: does. It does. I didn't even realize it was delayed so much, but I'm looking here and it had its first screening in December 9, 2007, but was not even released until October 2009. It just sat there for two years.
2: Two years, two years. And I don't know why. I don't know if there was just like they didn't know what to do with it. But like, how do you not know what to do with that movie? It's, I don't know. It's it's good. It's so good.
0: Yeah. In fact, it, this is hilarious. The film had its first theatrical release for the first time in October 6, 2022. That is mind-boggling. Oh, my that, God. I'm so glad that was on your list. I wish I would have thought of that sooner before I made my list.
2: Yeah, and I'm telling you yeah, it's in a Anna Pagwin in this movie, like, that, there's a sequence in this. Yeah. <laughs> Every 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 story in Trick or Treat sets up a thing and then it does a twist on that thing.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely.
2: And the thing that is involved with her oh man, I just watching it again, I was like grinning ear to ear. It's Absolutely. so good. it's so good, guys watch trick or treat please
0: <laughs> please
2: watch it i'm begging everyone if you skip every movie on my list watch right. Treat, please
0: absolutely i totally agree um i i have a few on my list i'm gonna try to run through them really quickly because you know obviously we're running out of time we got the shining classic don't need to go into that one anymore rope yeah. by uh um oh my gosh what is the the guy that did psycho oh my Alfred um, Hitchcock.
2: Alfred Hitchcock, yeah,
0: an excellent one. That was there was a play that they adapted into a movie about two brothers that kill someone. They keep them in a trunk, and they have a dinner party over top of it. What else do you need? It's fantastic. Uh, Psycho and Bates Motel. Need I say it more? <laughs> um, I have Marble Hornets, which if those who don't know uh, Slenderman, um, he's terrifying. It's kind of found footage. Thing, uh story it's done in parts i think it's like 60 parts on youtube they're terrifying and the fact that it feels very real even though this is slenderman and he's not real um one missed call which john i remember you asking it, if it was going to be the uh american version or the the chinese version and of yeah, course
2: so one missed call it has one of the most like terrifying
0: oh my god day, daytime
2: in front of everybody in the world, sequences that I've ever like
0: experienced—it's it, terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> when I first saw that film, I was in high school, and I saw it with my friends at our house, and they had their mom play a prank on me, where they she called my phone and then hang up real quick, and it was so cruel. But it was made the movie even better.
2: Dude, it's that ringtone, man. It's that. Oh yeah. my god for Sink and Ring down And, yeah, it, I think it ends a little silly. Mm-hmm. It gets a little carried away with itself at the end of it, but man, you everything, everything building up to that
0: point is, it's very good. Yep. Yeah. But my last one that I want to hit absolutely is The Descent, which is, if it's terrifying in the fact that it's very claustrophobic. It, you're, it's a group of friends that go cave diving and there's something in the caves with them and they have to squeeze in little little areas and they have to try to sit, fight for their lives. And so if you want a really good claustrophobic film, check out The Descent. It's also great. Don't check out part two. You don't need it. Um, part one's Where's
1: That? I mean, it sounds really scary. It's like this one movie with James Franco where he had to, you know, cut off his yeah. leg at the end.
0: 127
1: <sighs> hours? Yeah. Tight spaces. We don't like them. No, 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 no. It's like it, the worst horror movie is the one where you see your own fears coming to true.
0: I have a lot of... I, I, claustrophobia is a thing that I that I do struggle with sometimes. <sighs> And at the time that, you know, my ex was like, hey, I got a movie for you. Then that if you like horror movies, this is really going to make you feel horrific. And that film, it's hard to breathe. <laughs> it's hard to breathe during that. Uh, film.
1: No, oh no, <clears throat> um, definitely no.
0: So that being said, we are running out of time. As much as I'd love to continue talking about horror movies with the two of you, we have to let the listeners go. So we'd love to continue the conversation. So check us out on the or you can always find us on Twitter or other social medias at my cosmic circus or the cosmic circus podcast, Twitter at cosmic podcasts. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning into the cosmic circle. I'm Brian Kitson and you can find me on Twitter at Kitson three Oh one, John Vic. It's always a pleasure talking to the two of you. Uh, Before we go, can you tell, can you tell the people where they can find you? Uh,
2: Yeah, you can find me at Twitter or X or whatever it's called these days <laughs> at John Movie Watch. And you could also find me probably in the near future at Blue Sky at John Dalton Wright.
1: Perfect. I was big. You can find me at X at Eridexalke, but I may not may not be there for, for long as Elon uh, said Europe is bad, so <laughs> there may be a ban on x so you may find me on blue sky uh i think i have the same nickname or not whatever (laughs) Just if you want you will find me so so yeah so don't get too too scared Mm -hmm. this month
0: and as always you can find us writing at the cosmic circus website so thanks again everybody can't wait for our next trip through the cosmos
1: bye bye happy spooktober